I have John in the studio with me today. He is the deputy editor of invoicefinance.news. Hello. I would like to discuss credit insurance and trade receivables financing. Can you give our listeners an overview of this topic? Yes, of course. Trade receivables are essentially unpaid invoices from B2B transactions. When a company sells goods or services to another company, they issue an invoice for payment. This invoice stipulates a limit to how long the company has to pay for the goods or services. Depending on the sector, this invoice could allow a customer to delay payment for one to six months, or even longer. This is where credit insurance comes in. While a company is waiting to be paid, a lot could happen in the world. As we have seen recently, there could be massive currency fluctuations, a debtor could go insolvent, there could be economic sanctions imposed because of war, there could even be a global pandemic. It is against this backdrop of uncertainty that credit insurance comes in. Credit insurance allows for a company to take out an insurance policy against any default in payment on their trade receivables. I see. Can you tell me more about the benefits of credit insurance for trade receivables? There are benefits for all parties involved. For companies taking out credit insurance against the possibility of an invoice not being paid, there are three main benefits. Firstly, the risk of trading in foreign countries and emerging markets is reduced. A company might even encourage business in these areas by offering longer payment terms as payment is protected by credit insurance. This boosts sales growth. Secondly, to secure credit insurance, a company will be required to put in place credit control practices. These practices will benefit a company in the long run. And thirdly, Taking out credit insurance allows a company better access to financing options such as factoring and, in some cases, securitization. These financing options provide cash to improve working capital. Secondly, if a company uses the services of an invoice financier, there are benefits for the invoice financier. They are, firstly, a factoring company will have internal limits on the amount of money it has to buy trade receivables from any one client or from any one country. Having insurance on trade receivables can often allow these limits to be extended. And secondly, obtaining capital relief. A bank has to maintain certain levels of reserves of cash. These levels can be reduced if it enters into a credit protection arrangement such as a credit insurance policy. I've used a few technical terms in my account of the benefits attached to credit insurance. Interested listeners can find articles on all the terms I mentioned, such as factoring, securitization, as well as posts about the role of invoice financiers on our website, invoicefinance.news. And what are the costs of credit insurance? Costs vary. Obviously, the more likely a default on payment is, the higher the cost of obtaining credit insurance. There are also legal fees involved in setting up a credit insurance policy. There will often also be broker fees to pay. There are also costs inherent in maintaining the validity of the policy. 
A company will have to put in place credit controls and they will have to monitor and report on financial transactions to satisfy their insurer. These costs and benefits need to be weighed up for a company to determine whether credit insurance is good value. At present, only about 50% of business transactions involving invoice finance are covered by credit insurance. Credit insurance is an agreement between a company providing goods and services and an insurance company. And yet, if a company sells its invoices to a factoring company, it is the factoring company that will want to receive insurance payouts. How is this legal problem dealt with? You have brought up an interesting legal question. I don't want to go into too much technical detail, but this problem can be addressed by various legal means, such as making the factoring firm the loss payee or inserting an assignment of proceeds clause. Another way around this issue is to take out a co-assurance insurance policy. Finally, the factoring firm could take out its own credit insurance on the unpaid invoices it holds. There is a lot more I could say on this topic of the legal niceties of credit insurance, but that is better left to another podcast, Emma. That was most informative. I urge interested listeners to visit invoicefinance.news for more on this topic. Finally, I'd like to say thanks to John.